You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Garden Report, powered by ZipRecruiter and Blue Apron. My name is Jimmy Toscano, and that's Jared Weiss over there. that's Jimmy Toscano. And we have a good one for you. Everything got mixed up today. The Celtics are up by, was it 36 was their peak lead? Actually, no, 40 was their peak lead over the Orlando Magic, who... I mean, the Celtics made the magic disappear. They really, they vanished in thin air. Their own magic. Yeah, that's going in my article later tonight. Okay. Uh, so a little the, lead for you. The Celtics. There were many players on the Celtics that had a pretty much perfect night. Many players on the Orlando Magic who had an absolute fart of a night. Jeff Green. Let's talk about shout out Jeff Green. Let's talk about what the Celtics did right. So they won one twenty eight to ninety eight. First off. Jalen Brown, a career-high 20 points for Jaylen the Jalen Brown game. We were waiting for it. Yeah, and it was huge. He was great in pretty much all facets of the game. He even had that Malik Monk tomahawk that didn't go oh, in. He's had that a was, few, like, almost near – he almost have killed – he's almost killed, like, three or four NBA players this year. He's a very violent man. Actually, uh, violent felonies are now going to be a 10-game suspension, according to Eric Pincus in the CBA. So okay. look out, Jalen Brown. Uh, my favorite play <laughs> of the night, though, from Jalen Brown was uh, it was a play early in the game where Jonas Jurebko missed a three because Serge Ibaka defended it well. And then he chased down Serge Ibaka and blocked the shot from behind. He blocked it into Jalen Brown's hands, and Jalen outleted to Isaiah really quickly. And then he just started sprinting down the court, and Isaiah found him. He drove the lane and found him for an alley-oop. And it was really great to see Jalen's off-ball skills are really improving because his on-ball skills are still very inconsistent. Steven talked about how minutes isn't as important to consistency as your work. We see that he really does work. That's one thing that he certainly can do. That's one of the things that I actually do look for a lot in a rookie is how are they transitioning to the NBA lifestyle? There's nobody watching them, you know, every second. They don't need to, you know, they don't have teachers or I'm not sure how many NBA players or how many college athletes go to class anyways, but they're 10%. not going to Yeah, they're not going to have teachers looking over them. They don't have as much of a regulated schedule. You know, it's like you got to get to practice and what you do in your free time is what you do in your free time. It sounds like he's doing a lot of extra work in his free time and it's showing up and we knew about the IQ. We knew this guy going in was a bit of an old soul. He was a smart, intelligent guy. It's like member of the chess team practically at Cal. Not quite, but close. Um, so that's not a surprise, but it's good to see um, that he can adapt to the NBA lifestyle. And one of the questions I asked him after the game was, you know, what was, what's was what been the biggest surprise at the NBA? And he just said, like, everybody's really good. You know, everyone's big, Who could have thought fast. that? Yeah. Never saw I mean, that coming. Sim- simplified it down for everybody. But it's, tr- I mean, obviously true that in, you know, only a 0.1% of college players make it to the NBA. So obviously the worst NBA player is going to be still be an extremely good college player. So it's going to take time to adapt. He's not in the Rising Stars Challenge game. Uh, that's more to do with playing time than anything else. I, 
absolutely agree with yeah. that. It's kind of hard to find a place where you put him in there over right. the other rookies that were nominated. But he's uh, not even using it for fuel. And he's not in the dunk contest, which Brad Stevens found out about during his press conference. Because, right. as Brad put it, he doesn't. nobody that he talks to would give him that information, <laughs> which I thought was but really That's great. by choice, though, that's the true. dunk contest. Yeah. And what do you think? I mean, what well, does Well, just say like Brad, that? they want to keep the distractions away. They want to focus on work. Brad talked about in the postgame press conference how he actually complimented Jalen I think he was someone was like you was fishing for a compliment on Jalen's game tonight, and he really went to Jalen's workout yesterday, saying that he had a great workout on an off day where he really worked hard, and that's the stuff that they want to see from him. Probably the kind of stuff that they maybe told them, you know what, don't do the dunk contest. Why don't you work out the entire week, and then next year you can go win the dunk contest. Honestly, I'm not even sure they told him that. I really do think that he would just rather not go. I, I think agree he's with that. A, she's like rather just be alone in his thoughts. I think you know what I mean. Like maybe go home, visit the family. Get his workouts in. Then he go home and listen to Alanis Morissette all yeah, week or something like that. You know, that. put on some, put on some, you know, put on the headphones. The new, the new Migos take a thousand album. Jump shots. The new Migos album will do it. I don't know if he's a Migos guy, but I am today. After uh, that yeah. album came out. <laughs> but let's let's actually break down basketball before Rain we drop. go here. Drop top was he was fantastic tonight. What I liked about Jaylen when he rounds kind of got the crop top. Yeah, but what I like about what he's doing tonight <laughs> was he actually does. Oh, he's a flat top and flat he, wears, top. he wears the crop shorts so it kind of works but so crop top is a shirt what he actually did <laughs> migos is killing everybody today Jeez. what he actually did tonight was that he looked like way more patient with the ball really just overall offensively than he has this year you know we see that whenever he gets the ball he tries to put on a dribble move tries to go one-on-one mm -hmm. he let the game come to him way better tonight than we've really seen for most of the season talking about Jalen here talk about Jalen. yeah okay i'm not talking about migos anymore no, okay no, I mean I, all the things we talked about. He he's patient. He's not one of those rookies that's looking for looking for a shot all the time. He's not putting up bad shots. I think he's you know cool, calm, and collected. Another thing that you have to remember: he had a career high tonight in the starting lineup, playing with guys that he doesn't play play with a lot of times, which is another impressive thing. He's not logging a ton of minutes with you know Isaiah or Crowder. He's usually coming off the bench and playing with guys like Kelly and Smart and those types of guys. So another you know another another check, another plus. On the game. A lot of noise going on here right good, now. Good metaphor. A lot so, going on. All right, before we go to part two and talk about Tyler Zeller and Kelly Olenek, we want to tell you about our boys at ZipRecruiter. They're not our boys. They're a company, but we are very happy no, to I be partnered with now. them. So you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, and you will be able to post whatever job that you are listing to over 200 job sites in the snap of a finger in the, the time it would take you to Wimgardia Liviosa, the magic to a 30-point deficit. <laughs> so go to ZipRecruiter. It's the best way to hire. We're hiring people, and we're using ZipRecruiter to do it. We will be right back. I would say don't hire any former Orlando Magic player. That would probably be a good idea. If you're idea. trying to create or a basketball or current, or current. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do current. it for part one of the Garden Report. Stay on this YouTube playlist, and part two is coming right up. Hey, guys. This is Jimmy Toscano from the Garden Report, and our opening segment is powered by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. The Blue Apron mission is to make awesome home cooking accessible to everyone. They achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Cooking together builds strong family bonds, and it also makes for a fun night with friends. And now that I mention it, I've noticed that my friends just so happen to be in my area around dinner time these days. But that's okay, because for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious, home-cooked meals that even a rookie chef like me can't mess up. And folks, I don't know about you, but my New Year's resolution is to stop wasting money out at restaurants and spend a little more time cooking fresh food in my own kitchen. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. 
Just go to blueapron.com slash garden report. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so do not wait. Again, that's blueapron.com slash garden report. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Welcome back to part two of the Garden Report. This segment is brought to you by Blue Apron. Get three free meals and free shipping on Blue Apron as someone walks through our shot right now with a really loud thing. Uh, Blue Apron is great because if you're like me and you can't cook and it's too much work, you don't have enough time to get everything you need to make meals at home and you waste all of your disposable income on eating to, uh, Panera Bread or Anna Sakaria every single guy? night. Yeah. Or Los Amigos Sakaria, actually. Uh, <laughs> you need Blue Apron. Blue Apron um, has been great for me. It's made my life way easier, and I'm making good food at that home. That used to be me, except now I can cook because I've been using Blue Apron. You That's still true. can't cook? Hey, well, no, my cooking skills have gotten better. Okay. So, And I actually learned how to use my Have really over. expensive knife judge. that I bought on eBay from Michelle Bada. So, yeah. You're a knife guy. Okay. I'm a knife guy Duly now. noted. So, Step this Blue way. Apron is great. Tyler Zeller was even better tonight. Blue suit is great, too. That's Looking true. good, man. I'm all Blue Apron out tonight for the Magic <laughs> game for Blue Apron. And for Tyler Zeller, who has been blue in the face for not playing, he missed 10 straight games wow. with that sinus infection, which is why he was blue in the face. I he, You know, I was starting to wonder if that might have been a legitimate a thing. But today oh. he talked about how he would be sitting on the couch at home and his wife would he was talking to his wife and telling her, which one, I didn't even know he was married. Actually, no, I didn't know he was married. But he never talks about his personal life ever. No. Um, but he said how he is married. He'd be ladies, sitting on the couch, back off. and he would just like he wouldn't feel right. He just felt off, and that that's how they ended up finding that he had a really severe sinus infection, and he went weeks without really just kind of resting and trying to get rid of it. So it took him a while to get his wind back, but we saw tonight that he really did have his wind back because he was moving well. His skill set was there. You know, Tyler, sometimes he comes into games, he hasn't played in a while, and he looks like his feet are going one way and his hands are going the other. Um, but tonight he was coordinated. <laughs> wow. And he looked like he looked like the Tyler Zeller we remember being like a solid guy on the pick and roll, a guy that can shoot from 15 feet, who we get to see once every four or five games. When he sits on the couch, what do you think he watches on TV? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Family feed. <laughs> well, that was an easy one. That was a layup. Um, it was good to see Tyler Zeller sort of shake off all the cobwebs and you know look like he has been playing for a while because it's tough when you're sitting for that many games to just get right back in the swing of things. And I thought tonight. He really just, you know, subbed into the game, and he and he he looked like a guy who had been playing. Um, he's a little bit different than what this team generally does out there in the court. You know, he's obviously, you know, he he's he's got a, you know he's got a jump shot, but he's not stretching it out of the three point land, um, and they don't want him to. But he and he is a guy, seven footer, legitimate seven footer, and he can get in there for boards. We've seen him do it before. Obviously, good to have him back. You want that guy to be healthy. I know he was struggling a bit before he ended up you know, sitting out with that sinus infection. So maybe that really did have something to do with some of that poor play. Um, but if they can get him back and get performances out of it tonight like they did, maybe they don't need a big man as much as we all think that Are they do. Are we segueing? Are we? Segueing? Are all right, we? let's Should segue. We? So uh, very own Celtics blogs, Keith Smith, had a report today. So uh, Larry Sanders posted on Instagram that he was in Boston. There was a rumor oh. he might be doing workouts in the NBA because he said, hey, I'm coming back. So that's a good rumor. And Keith was the guy that confirmed it from a source that he was working out with the Celtics. It's an early exploratory workout, really just to see what the heck he looks like. Because the last time we saw him in action, he was throwing champagne bottles in the club. So <laughs> they want him to I be I don't know. Larry Sanders, weed guy, right? Uh, that's Boston too. just passed. Yeah, hey, we don't know why place. he was here for sure, but... Yeah. 
Apparently, South. Let me get in that bud. Southeast Although you related. can't get anywhere yet, anyway. Well, yeah, you gotta but know somebody. The question is, it's gonna be it's probably up. gonna be a little while because he probably needs to work out <laughs> with an actual team consistently with actual player development staff yeah. to be ready to go back in there. But let's say they either waive James Young or they find some sort of trade to clear up, to open up a roster spot. Would you rather? Bring up Abdul Nader, who's been one of the stars of the D-League this year, fills a need for them very well and looks like he's going to have a really good future with the Celtics. Or do you go for a, you know kind of like a gamble on a big who could be who could really fill that need that you have for rebounding and for uh, interior defense? I think no question you go for a guy like Sanders. It's low risk. You do one of those deals where it's like a team option for the second year and they can if it doesn't work out, what are, you're not paying them much. You're paying them. I, I think it would be a 10-day contract if they do bring him in. Oh, I was thinking something to, for the rest. Yeah, okay. Maybe you can go 10 days. I don't think he's even at that level where he – I think no, he's going to be 10 days. You never know. know. You never we know. You don't know. If it's a 10-day – it's, it's all about getting the roster spot. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's a tough decision to make because they do like the, the guys on this roster right now. I mean, you mentioned James Young. I would imagine he'd be one of the candidates. Um, it's Again, though, it's tough to just cut anybody on this team – with without getting anything in return, but I'm not sure there's much of a return for some of those guys towards the end of the towards the end of the roster at this I point. Mean, at that point, your return is that you get to sign someone you want. Right, exactly. I mean, you if you can take James way. Young, replace him this year with Abdul Nader, who's who would fill a similar oh, role to yeah. him, then that's Jackson. That's, I mean, yeah. this is the guy that's that you know he's he's on the cusp of you know cracking some playing time. But I do think the need is, and we we all know this, the need is you know down low presence, defensive pre- uh, defensive rebounding presence, and a guy like Larry Sanders. Who actually was a bit of a beast before he went off the deep end a bit? Um, if if it's if look, they worked him out. I'm sure they sat down with him. They talked with him. They picked his brain. They know exactly what they need to know about him, whether or not he's suitable for playing in the NBA right now or not. And if he is suitable, I can't imagine why they wouldn't take that take that small risk. Because I think it's a small risk. You're not throwing him a bunch of money like the Bucks did. You're not locked into a bunch of years. You see how it goes. He might have found you know that drive again, and and, and he jumps onto a team that's one or two players away from really making a, a deep run. All right, well, stay tuned on Larry Sanders' action because that's exciting because, like you said, he was one of the best emerging young defensive yeah. centers in the league. and block A block block party machine. Yeah, my old podcast, actually, The Block Party. Yeah, <laughs> back in the day. All right, well, bring that's going to do we'll it. Bring it. We will bring it back if he okay, joins us. We'll the call this The Block Party for his first game if he signs with the Done. Celtics. So for Jimmy, I'm Jared, Jeremy behind the camera. This is the Garden Report on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. We are powered by ZipRecruiter and Blue Apron. The Celtics go to Milwaukee, but we're not flying with them, so we'll see you after the next home game here on the Garden Report. <laughs> My name is Jared Weiss, and I am here to talk about Zip Recruiter. It's the new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job at one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017. You can post your job to 200-plus job sites, and that includes social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. You just post once, and you watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy user interface. There's no juggling emails or calls in your office. You just quickly screen candidates, you rate them, and you hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million 
businesses. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. Get it right one more time. It's free at ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. How nice was it to get um, one like this after you guys have played so many close games in a row? Um, it was it was great. I mean, all we really care about is a win, but it was great to, I mean, get our first blowout of the year and be able to rest in the fourth quarter. Um, guys, the, the whole team played a great game tonight. How do you feel about becoming an all-star? Um, it's expected. So, I mean, I'm blessed. Um, God has blessed me in numerous ways, and I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative, but I, I expect it out of myself. And would you like to see Brad coach the All-Star team? Oh, yeah, I get more minutes. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I will. I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we, we, we got to get him there. Hopefully we, can, hopefully we can sneak him in there. What would it be like playing for him in the All-Star game? What would that be like? Um, that would be great. That would show you the direction this franchise is headed in, and um, from – when I first got here to now, um, we, we took steps forward, and that'll be another step forward in, in what we're trying to chase in the championship. Do you think that Jalen should have been named to the Rising Stars Challenge too? Uh, for sure, he has a role on a playoff team. Um, How does it feel? Not. Nice <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop! Stop! Were um, you aware of that tonight? Yeah, he told me. <laughs> he was in my ear about it, but. Um, I think, yeah, for a guy that has a role, a big role on the playoff team, should always be selected to, to games like that because there's a lot of guys that that are playing on teams that aren't, aren't even going to make the playoffs. So they're definitely going to get the opportunity and the, and the playing time. But he, he has a role on this team, and we will be a playoff team. And I think I think he should have made it. I think you'll find some time at the uh, All-Star Weekend to do a little recruiting thing. You know, I always do my part. Whatever they need me to do, I I do. But I'll be in people's ear for sure. I mean, I played with with two other ones in Phoenix, so I, I know I had to navigate with that. But um, it is weird. I mean, the Western Conference they only got one, I think, on coming off the bench. Um, they got yeah, exactly. So, but it'll be fun. It'll be a, a fun weekend to sit back and take it all in and. I'm just I'm blessed and grateful to be able to get my name called to be an All Star. Isaiah, you had such a responsibility in the fourth quarter. How was it today to sit and catch a breather? Oh, it was nice. I, I mean, I wanted to play really, but <laughs> <laughs> it's good to, to to get one of those wins. We haven't had one this this season, so it's good to for our confidence and to know that we we played the right way tonight and we we took care of business and we got another one tomorrow. Were you a little concerned about your average leading the league in fourth quarter scoring? If you don't play the fourth quarter, it should be like like you didn't play in the game. Right. Like so it shouldn't go down, but it's all good. As long as we won. What do you think about the peaks and valleys of the season? I mean you could go you could ride high and all of a sudden you down and now it's I mean that's what it is. Eighty two games is never just gonna be on a high. Um, that's what I always tell my teammates. Don't, let, don't ever let our, our emotions get too high or get too low. we got to be even keeled. And we know it's going to, for the most part, there's going to be highs in the season. There's going to be times where you're going to lose in streaks. you just got to figure out faster than other teams. And 
Um, the last two games, we did a pretty good job of that, not thinking about the, the previous three-game losing streak we had. What to say about the depth of this team that you guys won a game like tonight without Avery, without Adam? Yeah, I mean, it says a lot. We definitely need those guys and want those guys to be healthy, but to take care of business like we did today without those two guys says a lot about the direction of this team. Isaiah, this is a separate thing, but you're averaging nearly 40 points a game in the second night of back-to-backs. What is that? I don't know. I mean, I didn't even... I didn't even know that until you said that. So, um, I mean, I know the thing about back-to-backs, you just got to lock in a little more. You got to – it's more mental than anything because because you're, you're tired. You're obviously tired from playing the night before. But um, I just try to stay locked in, try to take advantage of my opportunity and make the plays my teammates need me to make. And, I mean, I guess it gets close to 40 when I do. So. And then they blitzed you again tonight. Yeah. These last couple of games. Do you feel like, is there something different about what you're doing to get the penetration? Is it? Um, I know one thing. I just got to I gotta stay in attack mode. I can't just let them blitz me. I got to attack and make a play out of it, knowing that when there's two guys on me, somebody's going to be open. So I got to read that and attack that. And um, I'm just trying to figure it out, trying to do a better job each and every game that we do see blitzes. And my teammates are stepping up, so it's hard to blitz. When, when guys are making shots. Is that what happened a little bit tonight? Why Kelly and Amir and Tyler were able to get so many yeah. rolls to the basket? Yeah, games? it was open. And we knew that coming in the game. We knew if they did blitz, the role was going to be open. And, and Marcus made, made great plays throughout the whole game. And, and I tried to make as many plays as I possibly could. And we, we figured it out. Isaiah, what do you think of the Greek freak? Um, he's talented. Okay. He's... He's very talented. Um, we got to try to slow him down. We know if he plays well, they usually play well, and um, we got to try to try to sneak one out of Milwaukee. Can you imagine having that kind of length? Can I imagine? Was that was that a short joke? <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. <laughs> show no hesitation right away when they're guarding you with a smaller defender there in the post in the first quarter. Uh, yeah, just trying to be aggressive, take advantage. Uh, my opportunities. What went into your decision to back off on the dunk contest? Um, I just decided to pass. I mean, I thank the NBA for asking me. Uh, I decided to pass and just try to help my team and get better as much as I can. Um, I mean, you could say that. I mean, it's all fuel to the fire, uh, but it's not the end of the world. You know, just got to get better. Just continue to get better and uh, come out and show uh, one of the best rookies. What is on this team tonight that, you know, you guys have had leads in the past and then you kind of let teams back into it. Tonight, you had the 20-point lead going into the third quarter and that was 30 minutes. I think uh, we came out with good energy. Coach was aware of that, that we, we've kind of let teams back into the games. And uh, he made us aware of that. And then we came out and we were cognizant of it. And we came out and then we uh, played good basketball and moved the side to side. And uh, we, uh, we got a good win today. What does a scoring night like this do for your confidence? Um, it's, it, it, does, it does a lot, I guess, because coming off getting a career high is always a good feeling. But uh, I, I really could have had like 30 points. I missed like four layups and two free throws. So I uh, just got to continue to get better and uh, just go from there. Jalen, what's the thing that surprised you most about the NBA game compared to the um, The talent, the talent level. I mean, everybody's good to some extent, you know, athleticism, strength. And they're grown men. You're playing against the best players in the world. College is just amateur, so it's a, it's a really big difference. How different is it for you being in the starting lineup? 
It's different. Uh, I haven't played a lot of minutes with the group, with the, the first group with Jay, IT, Al, Amir. Usually I'm in the second group with Marcus, Jonas, Kelly. So it's just like uh, rhythm and familiarity. That's the difference. But as time goes on, then I, I get thrown in and start feeling more comfortable and, and, and things start to feel a little bit more smooth. Um, no, just like being at the right place at the right time, just being not throwing off the rhythm of everybody else, you know, because everybody already been playing together and then they throw a new guy into the lineup. You just got to make sure that you keep that flow going. You don't want to be the one that's like uh, disrupting that flow. So you just got to flow with the team and, and try to do the, the things that you do best to help the team. To try to get ready, it's nothing uh, like actually in-game conditioning. Running up and down, you can run on the treadmill, you can ride on the bike all day long, but it's nothing like actually getting out there and running up and down. Marcus, what's impressed you about Jalen's development and his work ethic? Oh, he's aggressive. You know, he never gives up. You know, he keeps going. And, and you know, uh, and as a young player, you know, you got to have that confidence. Do you think that he should have been named to the Rising Stars Challenge? I mean, uh, I do. I mean, he's been playing, you know, decent on the team where, you know, you have a lot of guys that, that contribute and things like that. For him to come in and, and, and give what he's given is, 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 is tremendous, and I, I think he should have made it.